Welcome to the show. What's happening? Vaughn Joseph here. Thanks for joining us this fine Sunday uh, evening, evening in uh, England, morning, afternoon in California. Joining me with uh, the West Coast Perspective from Los Angeles, California, Jonas Garvin. What's up? What's up, buddy? And I just want to give all the listeners a quick disclaimer. Uh, I apologize in advance for anything I'm going to say today because uh, I'm already on the breakfast margaritas. Usually when we talk, uh, it's boxed wine or beer or uh, the Jack Daniels. But you know how I get with the uh, breakfast margaritas. I see. I, I can't even say margaritas. I just said margaritos. Um, you know, from Ernie's in North Hollywood, uh, which there was a shooting right down the street right before we got there, which is which really? is fun. And I don't mean like they were shooting a movie. You know, this was like a like a real shooting. Uh, but luckily. No uh, chili rellenos or carne asada was harmed. We're good. <laughs> so, let's, you know, I, I don't care how many people die, just as long as they don't fuck up the margaritas or the steak piccato. Right on. The luxuries of living in Los Angeles, California. So Exactly. Yeah, awesome. So uh, I just bought a new mobile phone yesterday. I'm kind of proud of that. It's uh, been a while since I've updated my pocket technology. Um did you get rid of the uh, Zach Morris brick phone that you had? No, I actually still have one of those in my car, actually. Perfect. Hey, so, did you know that there's a Save by the Bell diner here now? <laughs> I look forward to hitting that spot up when I come back. I've not known that. How long has it been there? Yeah, it's right down the street. It's right on Sunset. And, uh, and Excuse me. It's on La Brea and Santa Monica. You know where Target is, right? Yeah. The tranny Target? Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know how much your listeners love that word, but... Uh, yeah, they, they did a pop-up diner, the Max, where they all used to hang out at Saved by the Bell. And wow. me being the big Saved by the Bell fan that I am, I still haven't been there yet, which is weird because you'd think I would have been there the first day. But uh, it's there. So get your ass back to LA, man. Let's How did we start talking about Saved by the Bell from my mobile phone? <laughs> because I remember up the Zach Morris brick phone. You know? Oh, fucking deviation. Stay on point. It's so. obvious to me you want to talk about your new phone. So let's talk about your fucking iPhone 95 or whatever the fuck you got. No, I actually ditched iPhone, man. I'm not. I didn't get another iPhone. Fuck iPhone. So um, you don't like the iPhone? Mm, I don't like Apple right now. Let's just put it like that. So they're not. They're not. Living, they do? They're not living up to their standards. So. Um, Did they not let some black people pee in their lobby? No, like the Starbucks. Hey, there was a, there was a. I was watching something uh, on the internet. <laughs> it was this big ass fight with these hip hop artists. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but um, and I think they were in the Starbucks, you know. And then I was like, see, this is the perfect time for them to just write a note and just put it to the camera, like, see. This is why we. Yeah, this, is, this is this is why restrooms are for customers only. Yeah, so. Well, you know what's funny is, is speaking of Starbucks, I was in one. I know I tell you that you know like I don't like the related Starbucks, but like I wanted a, a coffee for the drive home because mm-hmm. uh, last weekend I played Hesperia. Uh, for those of you listening that don't live in Southern California, Hesperia is the what would you call it? The methamphetamine capital of the world. I've never been there before. So I wouldn't know. Okay, it's it's basically off the 15 on the way to Vegas. Right. It's the high desert. It's it's uh, it's math, dude. It's it's just a bunch of tweakers living in the middle of the desert. And uh, anyway, I did a benefit show up there <clears throat> for a friend of mine's uh, uh, chick who's who's um, fighting cancer right now. Mm. Held a big benefit for, her and I headlined the show. Donated a little bit of my talents uh, or lack thereof, if you will, uh, to uh, help the cause. But anyway. 
We went to Cracker Barrel, which kicked ass um, because they have one in Victorville, which is right outside of there. But we stopped at Starbucks, and they have one up there, which is weird because I'm like, why would you need coffee if you're spun on meth all the time? But um, <laughs> we walked in, and there's no line. And the people were, like, friendly. And there was no, like, you didn't need a key or a code to use the bathroom or whatever. It's just like there was no one in there. Probably because they're all tuned up on meth. They don't need coffee. But it was so different than being at a Starbucks in Hollywood where, like, everybody's a prick. And the door's locked for the bathroom. And everybody's on a laptop writing scripts. Yeah, well, that's because people in L.A. treat Starbucks like it's their office, you know. They don't. Exactly. They don't want people that that don't come there every day in there. But people get a coffee and sit in there all day on their laptops, you know. That's that's the crazy part about it. Yeah. But it was was just really weird. It's, you know, it's a different different environment. It's a different, uh, different culture out there than it is in L.A., Hollywood, more specifically, so. Yeah, and you forget, you know, you're here, and this is where I live, and and you forget that, like, this isn't normal. Hollywood is not a normal place, and I'm reminded when I'm on the road that that we live in a not a normal place. You know, like, Mm -hmm. every time I'm on the road, you're reminded, like, oh, my fuck, God, you know, like, we basically live in a land of make-believe here. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy in L.A. sometimes. You know, and then you go to, like, where there's normal people, and, you know, but the cool part is, like, if you go to, like, the gym on the road, like, I'm, like, the, the hottest dude there, which is rad. <laughs> you know, because, like, the gyms in Hollywood, I'm, like, fat and ugly and pasty white. But if I go to a gym, like, in Minnesota, oh, dude, I'm, like, Mr. Olympia. Fucking great. People are, like, come on, how'd you get that body, dog? What's the, <laughs> well, know? that's because being in shape as a business in L.A., you know, it's part of your part of your job. Is to have a gym membership. Exactly. In shape. You know, it's like I was watching. And how the fuck did we get on this subject? I, I don't know. You deviating from the point too much. So I'm, I had to keep you on track tonight. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of sports and working out, I was watching the French Open earlier today. I know you're not probably you're not into tennis. You're into hockey, which I am as well. Washington Capitals won their first Stanley Cup. But anyway, um, I decided. No, we'll get to, to that in a minute. Yeah, I decided to be responsible and not watch you know the the men's final and uh get some work done and technology is not always a great thing you know modern conveniences can sometimes you know because your phone keeps beeping about the score yeah i just looked over and it says you know rafa nadal wins his 11th french open so you know congrats to him and fuck you for screwing up uh, my chance of watching something later because there's no more sports on now for me i watched the women's final because i didn't watch that yesterday i have no idea who won but we'll find out so i only watch women tennis for women running around grunting in short skirts anyway so yeah no i no i hey don't get me wrong dude i'm a, I'm a huge tennis fan i was watching that that French thing too, man. It was like, uh, it was, uh, what was it, Seven to Love or something like that? Last, it was uh, Agassi was uh, kicking the shit out of uh, McEnroe or something. I don't know. That's what I saw. <laughs> I was reading you know, today they're, taking, they're getting rid of the swimsuit portion of Miss America. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> what, what are they replacing it with? I don't think they're replacing it with anything. They're just getting rid of it. Oh, is it because it's it's too sexist? I probably, like, yeah, they want to, they'll probably Because just it objectifies women, but putting them in dresses and, and tons of makeup isn't, you know, with their tits all sticking out. <laughs> it's a beauty if, if contest, you're gonna get rid of isn't the swimsuit, it? Yeah, exactly. It's a fucking beauty contest. Have you heard some of these whores open their fucking mouths? <laughs> like, they're not, they're not going to make it in this world any other way than selling their fucking hot bodies. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they're so fucking dumb, they're not going to remember to fucking brush their teeth and put on socks and get out the fucking door and go to work. All they have... That's a little harsh. Is, is, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, it's, you're blessed a, with a fucking... That's a little harsh. You're blessed with a great body. Use it. And that's what I understand, too. It's like, like when, when sometimes like when women tell me, like, oh, I'm so broke and this stuff. How the fuck do you have a vagina and be broke? I don't fucking get it. I don't understand it because your laws in your country make it difficult for people to hustle that monkey no but still you could you could go get a sugar daddy i mean like if if you have a vagina there's absolutely no reason you should ever be broke or need anything because you are sitting on a fucking pot of gold and i'll just kick back and wait for the fucking hate mail to come in on this one too but it's just it's the truth like especially like I can get it, like, if you're, like, a really nasty chick, but still, you know, I mean, I've, I've fucked a lot of nasty chicks, like, at three in the morning anyway, but, like, if you're a hot chick, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm broke, uh, are you fucking retarded? Are you fucking stupid? You know, and that's what I'm saying, back to this pageant thing, that's all some of these girls have, so if you, if I were these girls, I would sue, because if you're taking away the, the swimsuit part of it, you're taking away their income, and they can't earn a living. How you know, all they that, have is their bodies. How does that take away from their their chances of winning, though? They can still win, and that's all it is, is a contest, a win. They can still well, go yeah, take I mean, their clothes takes... off somewhere else if they want to go do Miss, uh, what is it, uh, Sports Illustrated or Playboy or whatever they want to do. Well, that's the great thing, you know, about it is there's plenty of opportunities for them to get naked. You know, I think that's one of the greatest things about America is we offer dumb beautiful women opportunities to flourish, Why do you grow. keep saying they're dumb? Because <laughs> well, 99% of them are, dude. Come on. I don't know. I've I, never it, met you one. Know, I've never met one before, so I don't know. I can't comment uh, personally. Never met what? On the intelligence of any of these beauty contests. Beauty queens, Miss uh, America contestants. Okay, can I quote Chris Rock? Can we, can we get rid of the stripper myth? Or like they're just working their way through college. He's like, really? If you're going, why have I never had an educated lap dance? You know, <laughs> it's just come on. It's it's like the whole Stormy Daniels thing. You know, I just she's yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know it's, what's going know, on yeah. with that. I don't know what's going on with that. I was reading something about these people there about since we're talking about sex. Um, these people in India were caught having sex in the middle of the road. Like, they were, like, right on the side of the road. Not in a car or nothing, just sat on the side of the road. Literally, like, right on the, you know, like... You know how you go past Hollywood High? I think there's that, you know, it's kind of raised up. You can actually sit. They were sat. Yeah! She had them mounted. <laughs> now, this is in India. This isn't, you know, Hollywood. But I find it weird that... Um, that this is taking place. Then I, I was digging, so then I see another story... Of a couple here in England, up in Manchester, but this one was wrong on so many different levels, dude. So this guy is walking. This Let's get back to the one in India. Like what? Like now that one, that one's that one's nowhere near as interesting as as this one. That one, I don't know. What they just were having sex. No big deal. But okay. So thank you. Come again. Yeah. So <laughs> this uh, this guy's walking dogs, right? So it's his job to walk these dogs, and he's going around neighborhood or wherever he walks these dogs up in manchester and he turns the corner and he comes to the cemetery you know and there's the church and whatever and he sees this couple on a grave having sex wow dude i think that's way more disrespectful than just having sex on the side of the road those were probably just you know well there's nothing disrespectful about having sex on the side of the road 
I mean, that's just that's just good, clean fun, even if it is in India, which the word India and clean should never be used in the same sentence because from everything I've seen, it's the most disgusting place on the planet. But, uh, you know, um, but if I, if I may play devil's advocate, if I was in the graveyard buried and somebody was fucking on my tombstone, I'd be like, rad, you know, it's like, Thanks no, for, you won't you know, because you'll be dead. Porn. You'll, you, you won't. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But I'd be looking up. <laughs> you won't looking be. Up, you won't be you doing know? anything because you'll be dead. You won't be. No, I. You there's know, nothing there but you don't, bones. You, you don't know that. You know what? Maybe maybe I'm, I'm looking down. Maybe I'm looking, pretty maybe sure. On I'm, my side. I'm pretty sure that there's just bones in a box at that point. And if you can see down from heaven or whatever your situation is then you don't need the people that are on your grave to see sex because obviously you can you can move about <laughs> freely without, res- yeah, without you restriction. Obviously, you can watch anywhere you want. You can see anything. That's why they call it heaven because you can see porn live 24-7 with no cover charge. No, exactly. So, uh, but, I mean, I don't know. What, were they just having... Were they just... Like having sex with his fucking like on a random grave, or was there a reason for it? Because you know how like you get these stories like Keith Richards snorted his dad's ashes and shit like that. No, maybe there was was just so it was just a couple that was just out and they just wanted to do it. And the guy, the guy actually posted these pictures to the police or something like that. And then the guy that he was taking, he took a video of him. So what happened was apparently, uh, according to the. the news article it says that he was passing through the you know the 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 church and uh he was so outraged when he saw this that he decided to film the explicit scenes so he had he had he was so outraged he had to film it i had i'm I'm so bothered by this where's my camera (laughs) i'm so outraged i gotta film this while i masturbate to it you know what the fuck is i'm so i mean if you're outraged, then you call the cops right off the bat. No, you're not outraged. You start to... That's the world we live in, dude. Everybody just fucking videotapes fucking everything. Well, and, I, hey, I'll, I'll tell you, I probably would have videotaped it as well. Um, I don't know if I would have been outraged. Yeah, but you would have videotaped it for different reasons. <laughs> you would have been, you would not have been videotaping because you're outraged. <laughs> you would have been videotaping it for the spank bank or for the show. You'd be like, hey, I got to get some footage of these people fucking on a tombstone. Yeah, that definitely great. would be something to share amongst your your circle. I don't know if I would need need that for any and other then, purpose. And then you put it on Instagram and you hashtag tombstone. Next thing you know, you got 20 frozen pizzas coming to your house compliment the tombstone because they had no idea what you're talking about yeah apparently like kids go through this little churchyard all the time too so it was messed up about that because then you could have caught a sex charge you know you're on a sex offenders list at that point if you're having sex or you're naked. yeah but only to the church right no what do you mean to the church but i mean like oh you know you're because you said this is in england right yeah yeah so like they have sex offenders over there <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> Well, I thought that was strictly an American thing, like like guns. I didn't know that there was fucking wackos over there too. I there thought was, it was, I thought overseas touch, everything was better. People touch kids all over the fucking world, dude. What are you talking about? I thought that was just in uh, where, where does where does Jared vacation from Subway? Uh, <laughs> no, there's no there's no such exclusivity on the uh, perversion. Um, we knew that with with uh, Gary Glitter. He's been done for. They call it kitty fiddling uh, over here. So, good point. 
So it's been going on. It's been going on for a while. So I was actually, I remember a a few months ago, I was at this guy's apartment complex and I was waiting on him to get home from work because he was going to do some work on my car. And I had to go to the bathroom, but he wasn't home. So I'm sitting there waiting and it was nighttime or it had gotten dark at least. I don't know what time of the year it was. Doesn't matter. But, um, so I'm like, I'm just going to go over here in these bushes, right? Because there's nobody in the parking, yeah. lot, parking lot. So I sat there for a second before I went, and then this car pulled up, you know, and it was the, probably a woman that lived in the building, and she had her little boy with her. She was probably like five, four or five years old. I don't know. So had I been in that bushes going to the bathroom, if that woman saw me, she could have potentially made my life difficult. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 bullshit. You know, I say it all the time up Runyon Canyon. I mean, I, I you know I piss up there all the time, but at the same time, it's like if somebody sees you in a bush pissing with your dick out, they can by rights call the cops. Like he had his dick out, and oh, then yeah. all of a sudden, next thing you're a sex offender. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and why is it why is it okay for dogs to piss and shit all over the place, <laughs> but I can't? Because they're dogs, dude. <laughs> you're not a dog. Exactly. That's you why should, you can train them. I'm untrainable. <laughs> Just ask my chick. She'll tell you I cannot be trained. She, no matter how much she beats me, throws my nose in my own poop. But can it? You know, I can't be trained. You got to keep your clothes on when you're in public. You got to keep your clothes on. So I was, I, I'm all over the internet. So what last. you're saying is when I pee up Ronnie, don't drop the shorts all the way to the ankles and no, take my shirt off. Exactly. Okay. Uh, exactly. Um, so keeping no the clothes on. I was reading about. Obviously, Roseanne's been in the news because she had her show. Uh, canceled and whatever she yep. was doing comedy uh naked somebody was telling me like not recently but they had to take her off the circuit <laughs> i just threw up in my mouth a little bit <laughs> a few years ago she was walking just taking all her shit off on stage and they had to you know they were threatening to close some of the clubs because she was on stage just taking her clothes off well um in her defense you wouldn't be able to say anything anyway because of all the folds i mean <laughs> Like, like if she took off all her clothes, it would just be looking like somebody. Remember those silly sausages when you were little that like would squirm around. That's yeah. That's I mean, it probably just looked like a, a stack of pancakes. I would, I would assume. <laughs> what's like uh, the pancakes you like at the griddle? What's uh? What are your thoughts on her and her show like getting pulled off the air? Because there's I've been hearing a lot about it. Obviously, it's not as. Big. It's there's so many, um, you know I. She made a stupid comment, um, you know, and then um, the thing that kind of upsets me, which was brought to light afterwards, was like the fact that her comment ruined hundreds of people's lives that they no longer have jobs. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, you know, because her dumbass made that dumbass comment. Um, and everybody's like, oh, it's not racist. She's just saying this. And I'm like, you know, the, to me, it's like, it's it's insensitive, and not only that, there's that old connotation of you cannot make a, a joke, if you will, for lack of better terms, about black people and apes without people thinking about it only one certain way. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, if, if you say a skinny, tall white boy looks like a giraffe, you're not going to fucking get in any trouble. You know what I'm saying? But anytime you bring ape monkey into the bullshit, People already know what you're talking about. Hmm. It's that, that uh, uh, what word am I looking for? The undertone racism, I guess. Hmm. I don't know if, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, ABC didn't want the controversy, so they just nipped it in the bud. But I think I think that's the exact opposite, though. I think ABC wanted the controversy. That's why they brought her on. Because they knew who she was. Everybody knew who she was. This isn't the first time she's done. Yeah, oh yeah, shit. she's been a big big she's been a big uh Trump blower. Well, not even the Trump thing. She's just tweets some racist shit <laughs> like a lot of yeah, times. I didn't know that. So it's not like, you know, when ABC got her, they thought she was all squeaky clean. They knew they were buying into the racism, in my opinion. Well, yeah, and, may, and maybe they got their money's worth because it was the number one show there when it came back. Everybody was watching. I never saw it, but, like, everybody's watching. So maybe they got their money's worth and then decided that rather than well, go I, forward and try to I don't, no, smooth I don't over know. the potholes, let's just fucking no, be done I, with it. I don't think they got their money's worth. I think they were hoping to have made a lot more money they knew they knew what the, what she was and you know i don't really feel if they didn't if they if, if they didn't get their money's worth they wouldn't have canceled it i'll tell you no, that right they, now they because you know how the these heat. people are that run these fucking studios no they couldn't yeah take, they didn't they want to take the they're heat. abc you know fox can take the heat you know they yeah. can take some heat they got fucking family guy and shit but like <laughs> but that's just it too it's like look at like you watch family guy and they say 20 times more racist bullshit than she said yeah but it's a cartoon She's a real person, and she's she's doing this not on a show. No, no she's, she's a cartoon. I know. Come that's, on, that's a show, though. You, you, they're what they say on a show versus what someone says in their personal life. It's not. No, even I, I give you on that one. Okay. So I mean, it's it's a it's a cartoon, but um, but she was trying to make a joke, and the thing that bothers me the most about it is, is it wasn't funny. Well, regardless, if you want to do a racist joke, yes, I'm all but see, for but it. That's but, just it though. but that's just it. So there's always like you know context. So if you're doing a joke, then you do a joke when you're on stage or when you've written something for a show or whatever. But not in a tweet. Like she, she's like, in my opinion, like one of those old school racists that w- was saying shit like that for so long that she just hasn't adapted to like the way things are even a little bit so she's like wait i can't say this stuff anymore so she's not used well, to I mean, that to me it's just it wasn't funny like it's like you know it wasn't funny like if you're gonna make a fucking racist joke make it fucking funny well i don't, I don't think that she really gave a shit about it being funny she just wanted to, to say something. she wanted to to you know white power but fucking uh she yeah, maybe she just wanted to fucking, you know, spout <laughs> off. And she's got it so much in her in her body to just say shit. She just can't handle not saying something. But, you know, and like you said, I thought about it the way you said it initially, is that all these people lost their jobs. You know, I don't feel bad for them, but, you know, at the same time, you know, like the you had like Wanda Sykes. She was a writer on the show. Um, she left the show after. But it's, again, like ABC they knew who Roseanne was. So it's not like she, you know, had no idea who she was. I don't follow her on Twitter. I don't really pay attention to her or anything. So I had no idea that she was, uh, that kind of idiot. Oh yeah. She's Um, full on. And I mean, you know, for someone who's fucking caught in a lot of fucking bullshit over shit I've posted, as far as race stuff goes on Facebook, Twitter and social media, you know, it's like, uh, you know, part of me is like fucking like I just, I you know, to me it's like fucking party wants to go like that was stupid, which it was. But party is like fucking fuck, relax. It's not like she, you know, I don't know if relax is fucking the right word, but at the same time it's like nice. She's like, 
you know, kill them all and hang them from a tree. You know what I'm saying? She just like said something stupid because she was trying to be funny and it wasn't funny. And the fucking in this PC world we live in, uh, everybody freaks out. You know, if 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 you just say fucking, um, oh, I got in a car wreck with an Asian guy, I guarantee you, you would get hate mail. You know, for for fucking days. Mm, you might, but I think that what she did was on a whole nother level from something that seemingly potentially uh, a harmless statement. You know, when you say certain things, you know that there's certain malicious intent. There's certain you know core yeah, core it's, it's, truth like behind I said, that. It's, it's the the ape thing is the malicious intent. Like they, you know, like you just that's just known that that you're making a fucking slur. And why would you even, you know, like, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then my favorite is, like, fucking the, the ambient. I'm like, I thought ambient was just supposed to make you sleep. Was that what she you said? Know, she's what she was, the, why she tweeted or something? Oh, yeah. She said she took an ambient. That's why she tweeted that. She didn't know what she was doing because she was on ambient. And I'm like... <laughs> you still had well, that thought. I, no matter what you were on, that thought was still in your brain and it translated to your thumbs. Mm -hmm. So... Whatever. Well, I mean, you, I think we covered this subject on my second comedy special where, like, people say that they're, you know, they suck dick for crack because they're addicted to crack. And it's like, don't blame the crack. You wanted to suck that dick before crack. <laughs> you know? Man. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll send you the clip and you can post it on your page for all your viewers to watch. But, you know, drugs don't change who you are on the inside. Yeah, They no. don't make you fucking... Racist, homophobic, all that bullshit. You know, they they just, just drugs. If you're doing them right, they're supposed to make you feel better and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, it just brings out all the crazy stuff. So, um, all right, let's get off Roseanne because it's it's a it's a it's a messy place to be. Um, well, and not only that, it's a, <laughs> I'm sick of rolling around in the flower. Oh, <laughs> okay, sure. good old Roseanne. So she's through. She's back out in in the street now. She's back in the game, you know, because... Oh, don't worry. I'm sure she's headlining the Laugh Factory tonight. Yeah, so she'll have to go back to doing comedy, I think. She won't be able to pick up another show right now. No one wants to have fire. You know, it's too much trouble, too much drama. <laughs> thanks for thanks for ripping on my trade. Uh, she'll have to go back to doing comedy now. Like You make it sound like we're a bunch of fucking dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's because that's yeah, how you took her it. Yeah, she meant, fucked but... up. She's going to have to go back to stand up. <laughs> what a piece of shit she is. Shut up. What else, is, what else does she do, though, is my point. So that she started off doing stand-up. She went into having her own show. And then she, the show got canceled. So she went back to stand-up. And then she took her clothes off, and then they gave her another show just now. So the show's off, so she's got to go back to stand-up. It's not a diss. No, that's I'm... That's what, no, she, she's, what she's, she does. She's going to be back doing the buffets. You know? Um, I bet she plays Vegas. And then her writer <laughs> will be like, look, I don't want any money. <laughs> that buffet. That's Food Caesar's. only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to set me up at the trough. And make sure there's no apes cooking my food. <laughs> Good old Roseanne and racism. So I was um, looking at this video I saw online before we came on. And this girl in Australia was driving her mom or dropped her mom off. She's like 20-some years old and, uh, in Melbourne, Australia. Drops her mom off at work and she's driving home. And she sees a UFO up in the sky, right? Of course, whips out her phone, starts videotaping this this 
unidentified flying black object. Um, that would be a UFBO. But um, it looked pretty authentic. And she said she was over near driving past an Air Force base in Melbourne, Australia as well. Thought it was a bit so the question? No question. I just think that it's uh, an interesting video. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to put it up or not, but I um, I remember flying home well, I'm, in Spain from Spain, and I saw what looked like a red orb outside the window. And funnily enough, the woman sat in front of me was looking out the window at the same time, and she saw it. And we didn't even say anything about it until after the plane landed, and she was getting up to leave. And I said, hey, did you see that? She's like, yeah, I saw that. So I don't know. Well, dude, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're not alone um, <laughs> because, no, I'm, I'm, I never told you the story about when I called the cops about the UFO in Hollywood. Nope. Okay. I'm gonna, let me preface this story by uh, letting you know just how much cocaine was involved. <laughs> um, so there goes any credibility this story might have had. But still, dude, I mean, come on. <laughs> fucking, you know, okay. Um, you, the place I live in now, I used to live across the street at a different a building, right? Okay. Um, doing a lot of Coke drinking and my buddies were like, Hey, we're going to the strip club, you know, crazy girls yep. here in Hollywood. So they're like, I'm like, Hey, no, I'm cool. I'm going to stay here because I have like a 1.75 at Jack Daniels and a pile of Coke the size of my head. Why would I go anywhere? You know? So. I'm going to um, hang here, and I'm sitting on the couch, and I look out the window, and I see this, like, fucking, like, red, green fucking saucer, man. I mean, I swear to God, I saw it. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh, my God, there's a fucking UFO, right? So I'm like, what do I do? My buddy's not answering the phone. My roommate's not answering the phone. What the fuck? I'm like, like I said, I'm really fucking high and drunk. So I call the cops. I call 911, and... They were like, we don't handle UFOs. And I'm like, well, who the fuck does? Mm. And the operator told me the Air Force. Try the Air Force. I'm like, okay. This is back when the Yellow Pages were still around, when you got the Yellow Pages. <laughs> yellow <in> Pages. <laughs> so I look up Air Force in the Yellow Pages. Like, you know, because they used to drop them off of your door. And I'm, I find the Air Force, and I call the 1-800 number, and I get this guy in Colorado Springs, wherever the Air Force headquarters are. And I'm like, dude, there's a fucking UFO here in Hollywood. You need to send in a fucking airstrike. And uh, the guy obviously knew I was fucked up because he was, like, playing me. You know, he's like, well, what do they look like? I'm like, it's just the one, man. Fucking send in the fighter jets, man. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, uh, I'll tell you what, bro. He goes, why don't you go to bed? And uh, and in the next morning, if you wake up and those UFOs are still there, I'll send an airstrike. You have my word, I promise. Nah. He gave me his name and everything. Like, like Lieutenant Dan, for all I fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, you know, Colonel Jessup from a few good men. I have no idea. But anyway, I'm like, you got a deal. And I, I made myself go to sleep. And I'm like, I even like took pictures of my disposable Kodak fun safer camera. And I went to sleep and I got the next morning. The UFOs were gone. Imagine that. They weren't there anymore. Of but, course. Yeah. No, I've seen them, dude. So, I've seen them. But I've you, took UFOs, you said you took pictures of them. Mm-hmm. What were the pictures? And, well, here's another funny story. <laughs> it was one of those disposable cameras. <laughs> It's already hilarious. <laughs> no, it was one of those disposable cameras that you can't develop till you use all the pictures, right? Right. So that thing sat 
for years. Get the because fuck about this out time is when you start getting phones with cameras. I went, I think it was two years ago, I went trying to get that thing developed. They don't even do it anymore. They said it was like expired. That's where they are. See, if I had space. photos of what I thought were a UFO on a camera, I would be getting them developed the very next day. But you're not me. You weren't hung over for four days laying around <laughs> fucking, you know. You know, I, I've seen you drink and party. You get up and go the next day. You have your two little vodka cranberries, and then you go to the fucking gym like a dork. <laughs> Some of us do a quarter ounce of Coke and drink three liters of Jack, and we need to lay around for four or five days, and then we forget the camera's there, and then we go to move, and then like, oh, let's get this developed, and you take it in. You're like, they're like, we don't even know what this is. Do you, you know? still I'm have like, the camera? What is this? I told you two years ago we tried to take it to fucking CVS. Who gives a photo a shit? Do you still like, have the camera though? No, they said they couldn't develop it. We threw it out. Ah, uh, fuck CVS. You take it to a photographer and we do that shit in a dark room. <laughs> dark room. Fucking. What, you mean the dark room? Yeah. What do you mean, like? Uh, you take the film out and you, de- the lamp? you develop the shit yourself, like they used to do in the nineties. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. my bad. I forgot. I forgot to use my dark room. Modern. You I didn't say I you had a dark room. I said you take it to well, a photographer you know, that has a dark room and they do it. Very often, I'm over on the west wing of my estate Fuck where the off. dark room is. <laughs> you act so, like uh, there aren't resources you know, out there in the world. Like you went to CVS and was like, CVS told you no. And you're like, damn, I thought I had UFOs. Oh, well, I'm throwing this shit in the trash because the guy, you, the guy making $8 an hour at CVS told me it can't be done. <laughs> what the fuck? Now you're just hating. <laughs> you're just jealous. Come on. I've seen the real thing. <laughs> You what the fuck do you want me to do? CVS can't do it. Who else can? Right? See, any, Walgreens? Anybody. Come on, buddy. In Hollywood? You think you couldn't have gotten some film developed in Hollywood of all places? No. No, there's no film here anymore. Get the fuck out of here. I can, I'm telling I, you, man. I can give you a phone number right now of a girl that'll say, send that to me, and I'll have it developed and you know, and send it back to you. Well, can she give me a ride to the dump <laughs> and find out where they took my trash two years ago? <laughs> So we can dig my fun saver out? Well, that's, a, that's you know, an unfortunate you? moment missed. And uh, at least you well, had Here's a, what I'll do. Here's <laughs> no, it's, this is an easy fix. I will go get some cocaine tonight. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, I will do a shit ton of it. And I will look out my window until I see more UFOs. It doesn't work that way anymore. See, because now they know that you got this modern technology. So they can't, they can't just be popping up what, all the aliens the aliens the aliens or the cbs the aliens can't just be popping up all willy-nilly because they know you're gonna capture my film that's why i was surprised this girl caught it on video it might have been a a military uh craft or something i'm watching the video it's pretty cool so i don't know what uh what, what it to me but um you know what what she was uh, up to or what they were up to um but yeah it's pretty crazy i don't know if my uh my messenger's not working today on uh, my laptop, so I'll, I'll try and. Send well, put it, it on, put it on a, a VHS and mail it to me. <laughs> VHS, it won't let me sign in. See, this is another reason why I'm not feeling Apple right now, and it's why I got that Huawei phone, which is dope. It's got three. Well, I could, I would be on the computer with cameras. you right now, but my chick's on our on our home computer, uh, trying to stream the Cubs game for me. What time is it here? It's like. 
Okay, I think another hour left. I'm trying to catch the last few innings of the Cubs game. Wow, the, and, uh, the baseball. So she's yeah. busy on that. Yeah. And, uh, and and speaking of sports, yeah, the Capitals. How about that, huh? Yeah, well, that, that was their first Stanley Cup win, huh? You know what's funny is, um, I, you know, I'm, I mean, you and I are both sports guys. We like football, all that stuff. You know, I, I, I'm a football and baseball guy. I was really cheering for the Kings two years back when they were in the Stanley Cup. Mm. Uh, I jumped on the bandwagon. And that's another thing, too. I hate when people are like, oh, you're a bandwagon fan. I was rooting for them when they sucked. To me, I, as a Cubs fan, if people want to root for my team, I'm like, yeah, come on with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get the people that are pissed at bandwagon fans. Like, you want to root for my team, too? Yeah, come on. Get on the wagon, you know? But when I heard, like, Las Vegas is trying to become the first franchise in any of the four major sports to win a championship in their first year of existence, and then I'm like, when the fuck did Vegas get a hockey team? I know, right? Where have I been for a fucking year? I had no idea there was a hockey team in Vegas. Like, because I, every time I hear Golden Knights on Sports Center, I'm like, oh, those crazy guys are jumping out of an airplane, you know, because the <laughs> Army, the Golden Knights, the parachute team. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, there's a fucking hockey, there's a pro hockey team in fucking Vegas. Yeah, it NHL. Just, just started this year as their first. Yeah, uh, and they went all the way to the fucking final. That's crazy. Well, they had the money. The they got money. So you just, once you start a new expansion team, you got money. You just, you can get the best players or some really good players, you know. Well, and half of that money's mine from the blackjack <laughs> tables and the fucking prostitutes in Vegas. But, uh, you know, I mean, it, but, dude, you got to admit, that's pretty crazy that an expansion team, for one, wins any games, much less goes to the playoffs, much less goes to the finals. Hmm. Because it's never, ever a thing. Like, I mean, uh, you remember the old Charlotte Hornets from the 80s and yep. 90s? Yep. I mean, Charlotte has the town I grew up in, now has the Hornets back. But I was at the very first Charlotte Hornets game ever in 1988. <laughs> and they went... What's basketball? 82 games? They went like 20 and 62 that year. Sweet. And I remember when they went to the playoffs the first time, like when they had Alonzo Mourning and J.R. Reed and Kenny Gaddison and Muggsy Bogues and all that shit. And it was just all the rage. And that was like a huge thing. But like for an expansion team in a major sport to go that deep in the playoffs is pretty fucking nuts. I mean, I was, I was, I watched a couple of the games in the finals and like I was like cheering for Vegas, you mm. know? And, uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, I think it's great that the Capitals got their first cup in franchise history. I think that's cool because that's a little piece of history yeah. that we get to see. You know, but uh, but I was like, wow, fucking Vegas has a hockey team? Yeah. And I'm like, how They're, What the? How do they keep that ice cold? It's 137 <laughs> fucking degrees there. They're going to have football, too. Uh, Raiders are moving to Vegas. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a real good fit. Fucking, yeah, that's what you want. You want the Raider fans in Vegas. But it's, I think like it's an, just going to be more like you're going to have just more like the crazy casino people that are there, you know. And people, no, nope. here's Raiders here's fans exactly what's aren't going to be moving to Vegas just to be no, near their they're team. not going to move there. Here's what's going to happen. Here's exactly what's going to happen. Raider fans in Oakland and L.A., the degenerate gangbangers that they are, bikers and criminals, they already go to Vegas to party right. because it's a short drive. Because you can drive, they already go there. Okay. Now that you're putting the Raiders in Vegas to play football, <clears throat> okay. Now you're going to get all these fucking half breeds, biker degenerate fucking gangbangers 
And you know, don't get me wrong, some of the bikers are my friends, but still, fucking, they know they're degenerates. They're going to go there because it's cheap as fuck to stay there. It's a quick drive. They don't have to fly because those people don't fly. They can fucking get there in five hours, stay at the Super 8, drink <laughs> 99 cent Coors Lights, walk around the strip, and start stabbing motherfuckers like, I'm telling you. You watch what's what going to happen. <laughs> no, I think the Raiders are going to move there, and you're going to you're going to obviously have people that are going to make that journey to. And I mean, that would be actually kind of dope. I mean, I don't really. I've, I've only been to Vegas, you know, like once or twice. But when you, if I were going to Vegas, and I knew like Saturday night I'm partying, you know, for whatever reason, bachelor party, or just we just out there doing our thing. And then, then tomorrow I go to the Raiders game. That would be kind of dope for me. I would I would go to Vegas for you. Yeah, I would go to Vegas <laughs> so I could watch the game. Yeah, no, you're a normal person. You know, but there's gonna be but there's dude, gonna be Vegas that normal. Fucking times. I have played the town a bazillion fucking times. I'm telling you what's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> it's gonna get bad. It's gonna get really really ugly because you're gonna get these cholos, these bikers, and these fucking gangbangers. They're like, hey, man, it's only five-hour drive. You know, let's grab some Modelos and head over there. And then fucking they drive over there. They get a ticket to the game. The only, the only saving grace that they're going to have is I'm sure tickets are going to be a million dollars a piece. Yeah, so, tickets won't be cheap. You know, might keep. Exactly. But, yeah, dude, I, if you haven't been to Vegas lately, I was even shocked. Uh, the last time I was in Vegas was two years ago. Hmm. Um, hadn't been on the strip in a while, and... I was down there walking around. Vegas has become, and I don't want to rip on a place I grew up on, Myrtle Beach, but you talk about the white trash Mecca. <laughs> I saw nobody in suits, nobody like, you know, like it was just nothing. It, it looked like, you know, Randy Quaid from Vacation, the yeah. vacation movies. <laughs> that was all I saw. Nice. All I saw was tank tops and giant tubes of Coors Light. Mm. And... Vegas is now the white trash mecca the Strip is. It's just, and it's because it's so cheap for everybody. But, yeah, you, you know, I'm telling you, dude, and because and, Raider fans are like Eagle fans. They're, you know, they're degenerate. They're, they're migratory. And, <laughs> so they did yeah, that with exactly. Va- when they moved the Raiders down to uh, uh, to L.A. from Oakland. Um, I know there was a lot of. A lot of stuff jumping off, so they had to get them up out of there, and they sent them back up to Oakland. So. Yeah, because, you know, what's funny is, is – we were at Disneyland uh, a few years back. Watch, we went into the ESPN zone when they had those to watch the end of the Bears game because I took her on her birthday to to Disneyland. We started talking to this Raider fan. He's from Oakland, and he's like, "You know what, dude? Oakland Raiders used to be mom and pop, local people in Oakland rooting for the Raiders. They never had that gangbanger image until they got to L.A. and all the gangbangers started rooting for them, mm. wearing the Raider hats and." You know, and don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of NWA. But, like, you know, they're wearing the Raider hats, so now everybody's a, a, a criminal and everything. And then they go back to Oakland and they brought that with them. So, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of sports where you, you know, that are teams or whatever that might be appropriated by pop culture, you know, back in the in the late 80s and uh, part no, of the 90s. Look so. at the Miami Hurricanes and Two Life Crew. Yeah, so that was just, you know, something to represent where you were from. You know, that's what you identified with, and it just ended yeah. up having a certain, maybe, uh, backlash to it. But, you know, it is what it is. So, 
Um, so yeah, the UFOs and you know who knows what we saw. You missed out on a prime opportunity to get some film developed, but that's all right if you do video next time you got your phone but like i said they're a little more tech savvy now so you have to look for more of like the reptilian shape-shifting type stuff um you have to take it up well, if you want i can go down the san diego border and, <laughs> and videotape all the aliens you want <laughs> now we want unidentified flying crafts i don't want to see um uh illegal aliens As Merelda and her 14 children <laughs> running across the five freeway i think the best for me was the first time i went to san diego i was driving down there with an ex to buy a car and they had that road sign on the side of the freeway that sign of the people running across the street. Of the dad, the mom in the dress, and the little kid waving in the breeze. That was unbelievable. I was like, what is going on? Cause oh, I'd... and my, and we bought that T-shirt for my dad, brought it to him in Minnesota, and then he didn't believe that was an actual sign. Then he came down here and we showed him, and he thought he was going to piss himself. <laughs> He's like, it's a real sign? You can't run over the illegals? That's brilliant. Yeah, I've never um, seen that until, what you got going on here, huh? until down there. So, um we're out of here, so I'm going to let you get on with your domestics. And, um, yeah, th thank everybody for listening. And head over to V3TV, wherever you're finding this. Subscribe to iTunes or Spotify, whatever you want to listen to the show on. We're there. So, um, Oh, can I interject real quick? You can interject all you like. Fire. Next Sunday, we got a special edition, bro. What do you got? Because we will have our little niece with us. Right. We'll be doing the pony rides. So we're going live from the pony rides in uh, <laughs> Studio City at the Farmer's Market. The Farmer's Market. Nice. I'll have the five-year-old with me. Uh, don't worry. I got her fake ID, so she'll be buzzed up, too. Excellent. Excellent. We look forward to it. Thanks for uh, uh, calling in, dialing in, talking to us today. And, um, yeah, uh, what's your Instagram? I always forget because I know there was the wrong one. I keep looking up and it's some little kid or something i know it's, it's a real jonas garvin real jonas it's garvin. like a real deal holyfield but real jonas garvin and you got both your ears so um hit this guy up on instagram and um any uh, your hate messages can go to that as well yeah can don't go to that contact or Facebook v3 or tv with that shit yeah send him to vaughn <laughs> no let the black guy prove freedom yeah. And if there's any ape references, then he can forward them my way. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for calling in. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.